Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. A high temperature tomorrow, just shy of 50 degrees. Again, mostly cloudy to cloudy skies expected with a sprinkle in the afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Manassas 37, Metro Center 39, and let's see, Frederick now, 37 degrees, falling to the low 30s overnight. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up among our developing stories, looks like the Orioles are about to be sold. The Baltimore baseball team going for something like $1.7 billion. We're going in-depth with the Baltimore banner at 1115. In our area, the main suspect in a 12-hour series of shootings and carjackings dead. There are other new developments we're learning tonight. What's driving D.C. gun violence? Number one reason is personal disputes. I'm Nick Einelli. Why Montgomery County will have to begin the search for a new police chief. I'm Kate Ryan. Still searching for that commander's new head coach. 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. President Biden says he knows how the U.S. will respond to a deadly attack on a military base in Jordan by Iran-backed militants. Meantime, Army specialists Brianna Moffat and Kennedy Sanders have been posthumously promoted to sergeant. William Rivers was already a sergeant. CBS's Manuel Bohorquez spoke with Sanders' family. The Sanders learned of their daughter's posthumous promotion to the rank of sergeant. I really know what that meant to her because um, she was working towards, you know, getting that promotion. The bodies of the fallen service members are expected to arrive at Dover Air Force Base in Delaware on Friday, their coffins draped in the American flag. The family say President Biden asked if he could join them there, and they all said yes. Parts of California are bracing for heavy rain and possible flooding as an atmospheric river moves into the region this week. KION-TV's Natalie Gutierrez. Santa Cruz County says that they're preparing for the storm. Do a lot more preventative and preparedness communication with the public. The alert warning communication tool is called CruiseAware and notifies people about weather-related events. Through that communication platform, we're able to message out. The county says they're clearing culverts and have been working on the creek channels to make sure they're clear of debris. UPS announces 12,000 layoffs. Guy Berger at the Burning Glass Institute on how raising interest rates by the Fed to slow economic activity was expected to affect unemployment. We've been amazingly lucky that inflation's come down. It's basically in recent months where the Fed wants it in the long run. And at the same time, the impact on the employment rate has been very small to nearly negligible. Now, the risk is that we're sort of near a tipping point and, you know, we haven't seen it yet. But in, you know, early this year, maybe it starts creeping up. CBS News gets an exclusive up-close look at inspections that are being made to Alaska Airlines' fleet of Boeing 737 MAX 9s after a door panel blowout. CBS's Chris Van Cleve. It's about a 12-hour process to inspect one of these door panels. First, you have to remove two rows of seats plus all the cabin interior just to get to the door panel. You're going to check the four key bolts that hold this in place, but then there's also 20 pages of measurements that have to happen before that plug can be deemed safe and this airplane put back in a service. A Sesame Street favorite took to X this week, posting Elmo's just checking in. How's everybody doing? Not everybody was doing. Some of the posts turned dark. In response, the Sesame Street account posted mental health resources. Burned remnants of a prized Jackie Robinson statue are found after it was stolen from a public park in Kansas last week. Wichita police say there will be arrests. This is CBS News. 
Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 11.03 here on WTOP, Tuesday night, January 30th, 2024. Manassas at 37, falling to about 32. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. We're getting new details about a savage and deadly crime spree. It started in D.C. It spanned nearly 12 hours and ended in Prince George's County. The first victim in the spree is identified as Mike Gill, a former member of the D.C. Board of Elections. Gill was shot at 9th and K Streets last evening, early last evening. D.C. police are telling us here at WTOP, Gill is in very critical condition. Everything began late yesterday afternoon, as we mentioned, with a series of carjackings, the shooting death of one of the victims, confrontations with police, and finally, with the suspect being shot dead by officers this morning. Let's start in the district where this all started and WTOP's Neil Augenstein. I'm grateful to law enforcement for finding the person we believe is responsible. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser, it started at 545 Monday afternoon. A man gets into a parked vehicle on 9th Street Northwest, eventually shoots the driver who's in critical condition. 720 last night, the suspect was on 3rd Street Northeast near Gallaudet University. Displays a firearm, demands the vehicle, and then he shoots shoots a male individual. He then takes the vehicle and he flees from the scene. Assistant Police Chief Jeffrey Carroll said that man died. Over the next several hours, there were several carjackings. At one point, the suspect fired a shot that hit a D.C. police cruiser. The officer was not hurt. It does appear to be more of a mental health situation than a going out to commit carjackings or to commit a crime for financial gain or to get a vehicle. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. A victim who was shot and killed on N Street is now identified as Alberto Vasquez Jr. And WTOP's Luke Lukert picks up the story now in Prince George's County. After he shot at the D.C. officer, the suspect in a Nissan Rogue traveled to Laurel and shot at a Maryland State trooper that was helping a stranded driver on the interstate before speeding away. No one was injured there. A description of the car was sent out to all law enforcement agencies in the area. And at around 4.30 a.m., two new Carrollton officers found that abandoned Nissan Rogue here in the middle of Annapolis Road and began looking for the driver. During their canvas, officers encountered an adult male who walked up to them. During that encounter, this male produced two handguns. Thomas Lester with the Attorney General's office says that's when both officers pulled their guns and shot and killed the man. Neither officer was injured. Since the shooting involves police, the case has been handed over to the AG's office. Both officers are on administrative leave. In Prince George's County, Luke Luker, WTOP News. 11.06, increasing gun violence has been a persistent problem in the nation's capital in recent years. A new report takes a look at some of the reasons behind the rise. What's driving D.C. gun violence? Number one reason is personal disputes. That's Christy Love, the executive director of the Criminal Justice Coordinating Council, an independent D.C. agency that identifies public safety challenges. The group released a new report showing that certain posts online play a major role. Videos, music videos that are taunting rival neighborhoods. Also posts and photos and other types of videos that can be taunting and perpetuating violence. And she says black residents are impacted the most, with about 95% of victims and suspects in homicides being black, despite black residents comprising only 46% of the overall population in D.C. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. A girl is dead after being hit by a car in southeast D.C. 
This happened today just after 4 p.m. in the parking lot of a gas station on Pennsylvania Avenue. Police say the driver of the car stayed there at the scene and has been cooperating with investigators. Our hearts go out to the family of this juvenile female. If anybody was traveling the 2500 block of Minnesota Avenue at approximately 4 p.m. and you witness anything, please call us. D.C. Police Commander Jerron Hickman. And now to a man who's been on the job for nearly 40 years, but now a local police chief says it's time to retire. WTOP's Kate Ryan with that. After 38 years on the job, Montgomery County Police Chief Marcus Jones announced he's retiring effective July 1st. In his announcement, Jones said the timing is right and that he won't be going far. He'll remain active in the community. Jones was named chief in November of 2019 after serving in the department since 1985. Montgomery County Executive Mark Elrich said Jones has served the county during unprecedented times, including the COVID pandemic, the aftermath of the murder of George Floyd, and calls for police reforms. Elrich credited Jones with helping to modernize the department while advocating for his officers. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Just yesterday, we learned the Alexandria Police Chief Don Hayes is leaving that job to join the federal government. Coming up on WTOP, Walmart's new way to help you find your way around the store. It's 1108. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks as we go to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dimitri. We've got uh, water main repair uh, just started in the District 17th Street Northwest, closed between G Street and Pennsylvania Avenue. And you can expect that to be closed for several hours as they work with this broken water main. There's an accident working in Virginia. It's on 123 southbound right at the ramps to 95. Uh, currently, two right lanes are blocked, getting by to the left is traffic. There are no delays on northbound 95 at Dale Boulevard, left lane getting by the work zone. And also watch out for various lane closures on the south Southbound side of 95, south of Springfield, heading all the way into the Fredericksburg area. This is because of ongoing survey operations at various locations with uh, various lanes closed. On the Roosevelt Bridge on the eastbound side, right lane closed because of maintenance operations. And then on 66, right around the Beltway for road widening operations on the westbound side, the right lane is blocked. On the Beltway in Virginia, on the outer loop at the American Legion Bridge, maintenance of bridge maintenance operations, the right lane is closed. In Maryland, on the inner loop after Annapolis Road, two left lanes getting by the emergency road work. This is at the bridge over Amtrak. Uh, so that's going to be there uh, most nights now going forward for a little while. The WTOP traffic studio is furnished by Regency Furniture. You can finance 60 months now with no money down. Not a cent out of pocket. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looks so good. I'm Ken Berger. WTOP traffic. All right, Ken, now we're going to go to Veronica Johnson. She is 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. I'm tracking two weather makers for the week. One coming into our area tomorrow with a few sprinkles and another low impact storm for Friday. Same deal. Chance for some morning showers. Now, this evening under the overcast skies, our temperatures will be dropping through the 40s after a high temperature today, 44 degrees. In fact, probably upper 30s even by late evening. Tomorrow morning, about 34 to 40 degrees across the area. Not terribly cold, but with a cloud cover, not going to be a pretty day tomorrow. We'll see our temperatures in the afternoon into the mid to upper 40s across the area. Sunshine back on Thursday and higher temperatures forecasting 55 for the afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Upper Marlboro 38 degrees and Woodbridge at 39, DC 39, gradually falling to the middle and lower 30s tonight. 
We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour. And Jeff. Microsoft's quarterly results beat all estimates. Google's fourth quarter numbers fell short on advertising revenue. JetBlue lost money last quarter as it trims routes. JetBlue is pulling out of BWI Marshall in May, and it will end Reagan National to New York flights this spring. Walmart is testing an app feature that lets in-store shoppers enter what they're looking for, triggering a flashing light in the appropriate aisle. Now the record close to the Dow, up 134 points in Tuesday's session. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. We have mixed results for the Asia-Pacific markets. They are mostly lower. Tokyo stocks down a quarter percent. South Korea down a quarter percent. Australia is up three quarters of a percent. Big change in the sports landscape around here as David Rubenstein, a billionaire closely associated with the Kennedy Center for many years, has quit that Kennedy Center job. He is buying the Baltimore Orioles. We're going in-depth in minutes. On WTOP. Providing perspective, Maryland Congressman Glenn Ivey talked about how the government and the real estate industry can work together in a recent discussion sponsored by Bright MLS. One of the trade-offs that the nation's trying to work through, but especially the District of Columbia, is how many people are going to start coming back to the office mm-hmm. five days a week. Here in the DMV, there's a real delicate dance. I think we still are in better shape from the standpoint of trying to help people find houses and get their start in the housing market. To watch the full discussion, visit WTOP.com and search Bright MLS. Home. It's a fundamental human right. Today, multiple listing services like Bright MLS ensure that all Americans have equitable access to every home available for sale. Without the MLS, fair housing can fall short, opening the door for discrimination and unfair business practices. Supporting the MLS supports an open, clear, competitive housing marketplace where everyone has the same opportunity to find a place to call home. To learn more about the value of the MLS, visit brightmls.com open. Still ahead here on WTOP, a man in our area sentenced to 100 years in prison for a deadly stabbing, but it's what he told the judge that is getting some additional attention. That's on the way later this half hour. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Don't let someone else enjoy your refund. Save up to 25% your first year with promo code NEWS at LifeLock.com. People are driving 20, 30, 60 miles for the area's most incredible Toyota deals. And it all starts with just a click at TwiceTheChoices.com. Waldorf Toyota and Alexandria Toyota make it all twice as easy at TwiceTheChoices.com. Twice the Toyota selection, twice the Toyota savings, all with twice the Toyota customer service you deserve. The secret is out. The Toyota partnership that's putting dreams and driveways all around the Beltway. Point, click, and save. TwiceTheChoices.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 1114, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. Continue with breaking news here as the Baltimore Orioles are about to be under new ownership. We're hearing tonight that John Angelos and the Angelos family have reached an agreement to sell the team to private equity billionaire and Baltimore Baltimore native David Rubenstein, who until just this week was the chairman of the board of the Kennedy Center. Rubenstein is the head of an investment group that includes O's legend Cal Ripken Jr. 
The deal is estimated to be around $1.7 billion. Pamela Wood covers Maryland politics and government and sometimes sports for the Baltimore Banner. She joined us earlier to talk about the new deal to sell the O's. Rubenstein is a wealthy businessman. He founded the Carlisle Group, a private equity firm. He's bringing along other investors, including a man named uh, Michael Arogetti. He's with Aries Management Corporation. And there's other people involved as well, including Cal Ripken Jr., Hall of Fame shortstop for the Baltimore Orioles, which we don't know the extent of his involvement, but certainly that's something that fans are, are going to like to see. We were talking about John Angelos, but it was really Peter Angelos who drove the team and, and owned it for so many uh, decades. I, I'm just seeing from some different podcasts and on social media, some fans, their immediate reaction is, our long uh, nightmare is over. This is great news that it will be out of the hands of the Angelos family. Any word on, on the history there? Why was it that uh, at least some fans were unhappy with the ownership? Yeah, Peter Angelos wasn't always popular as the owner. He still is the owner, but he has been in charge for several years as his health has failed him. And his son, John Angelos, has taken charge. John has really left the baseball to the baseball people and helped engineer. Uh, you know, there were some very dark years for the Orioles, but they they turned it around last year, made the playoffs very exciting. But even so, fans have been calling for a long time for the Angelos family to sell, and it looks like they are getting their wish. What more can you tell us about that, either about the enthusiasm for the team, as you said, unlike our Nationals here, which are really down on the doldrums and also for sale, at least the Orioles have been making some noise in the playoffs. Yes, absolutely. 2023 was a, a really great year for, for baseball fans. Very exciting ride. A lot of young players, you know, Adley Rutschman, Gunnar Henderson, and a lot of fans now are hoping that maybe with new ownership, they'll sign those young guys to longer term extensions and keep the winning going. We'll see if that's how it plays out. And this is an unfair question because it's all just unfolding now, but any early reaction to the type of owners that these new guys will be? Yeah, well, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, folks are waiting for the word to become official. At this point, we have confirmation from multiple sources who have direct knowledge, but there's been no official announcement from Rubenstein or the Orioles. Wait and see. I, I have to believe that there's going to be a lot of excitement for this. You know, Rubenstein is a smart businessman. He's very wealthy. He does a lot of philanthropy. He's just the kind of person that fits in with MLB owners. And, you know, MLB owners have a meeting next week in Florida. So we'll see if this is discussed or if this is part of the agenda there. Pamela Wood, she covers Maryland politics and government and more for the Baltimore Banner. We are talking about the sale of the Baltimore Orioles from the Angelos family to David Rubenstein in an investment group that he's put together. Top stories here on WTOP, a series of shootings and carjackings in D.C. and Prince George's County. It's come to an end with a suspect shot dead by police. Montgomery County's police chief announced tonight he's retiring. This comes a day after Alexandria's police chief says he's stepping away from that job to join the federal government. How does President Biden plan to respond to the killings of three U.S. soldiers in Jordan? He has not revealed the details, but he has said he's made his decision. Keep it here for full details. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dimitri. The one answer to working in Virginia continues on southbound 123, right at the Ranston 95. Two right lanes are a block. Get by on the far left shoulder, not seeing any major delays. In the district northwest, 17th Street shut down between G Street and Pennsylvania Avenue. This is because of water main repair, and you expect it to be closed for several hours. On the Capitol Beltway up and over in Maryland, uh, just after Annapolis Road, at the bridge over Amtrak, there's a emergency road work going on. The right lane is blocked, although the 
the lanes are open. Uh, this is because of some uh, holes in the bridge there. This is a long-term project. You can expect to see it most nights going forward, uh, just not on the weekends, though. On the Capitol Belt, we the add loop between Connecticut Avenue and 270. The two right lanes getting by that work zone on southbound 270 after Buckystown Pike. That's Maryland 85. Heading over to Urbana for the right lane getting by that work zone. Northbound BW Parkway, the ramp to 410 in New Carrollton. You find that ramp is blocked because of the ongoing road work. In Virginia, on the Georgetown Pike, both directions between the Beltway and Swinks Mill Road, there is downed wires causing some road closures in that area. Northbound 95 after Dale Boulevard, or at Dale Boulevard, left lane getting by, then southbound 95. Just after the Frank Springfield Parkway, the right inside lane and right outside lane blocked because of the road work. Also reports of survey operations in various locations. Southbound 95 coming south of Springfield all the way into Fredericksburg. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. All right, Ken, now to Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. Expect overcast skies here this evening. Our temperatures quickly dropping through the 40s and by morning will be between about 34 and 40 degrees. Overcast skies from our next weather maker will stay that way pretty much throughout the day on Wednesday and there could be a few sprinkles around the area from time to time. I'm forecasting 45 to 49 degrees for Wednesday afternoon. Thursday afternoon, best day out of the week around 55 degrees with partly sunny to mostly sunny skies. We'll have another low impact storm for Friday. We'll drop the afternoon temperature to 50 degrees and there will be a few clouds and some more sprinkles to light showers for Friday morning. Otherwise, beautiful weekend with sunshine and high temperatures around 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Ronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Hyattsville 38, Herndon 37, Foggy Bottom 39, and gradually dropping to the lower 30s overnight. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. A man shot and wounded during rush hour at DuPont Circle today. We'll tell you what we know so far about that. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football foods, and placing some bets. And I know for Super Bowl Sunday, I'm going to be betting on the San Francisco 49ers laying a point and a half against the Kansas City Chiefs. Not only can you place a bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has as bets for which player will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers, join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Big G. B-I-G-C-H-E-E. FanDuel.com slash Big G. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 or older and present in Virginia. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipts. See terms at Sportsbook.FanDuel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, this is Matt Bibb. General Manager at BMW of Sterling. There's a perception that repair costs at a BMW store can be too expensive. Stop already with the too expensive. Make sure to ask about value service. That's BMW's way of lowering repair expenses to compete with independent shops and repair facilities. You get factory trained technicians, manufacture parts with warranties, complimentary loaner cars, and lower costs. Ask about value service to learn about the significant savings that are available to you. Come see us at BMW of Sterling or visit us at BMWofSterling.com. It's 11.22. A man was shot this afternoon at DuPont Circle. D.C. police say the man was found in a car about 4 p.m. at the intersection of Connecticut Avenue and Q Street Northwest near the north entrance to the DuPont Metro stop. Police say the man was conscious and breathing 
as he was taken to the hospital. At this time, the detectives are currently on scene investigating, and we do not have any additional information. We ask that anyone that does have any information as to what occurred this evening, they please give us a call. D.C. Police Commander Nikki Labenhaus, stay with us here on WTOP and WTOP.com. We'll see if we can get some more information about this story this week. A Fairfax County man sentenced to 100 years in prison today for stabbing a Target co-worker to death in a parking lot at the store in the Bailey's Crossroads area. 25-year-old Bison Berhe pleaded guilty in October to first-degree murder in the killing from April of 2021. The victim was 58-year-old Hernan Leva. The Washington Post reports Berhe described to a judge it was caused by a fit of rage. Authorities said Berhe, then 22 years old, attacked Leva with knives and a hammer when the victim came to work one day. The Post reports on an unusual statement to the judge in Fairfax Circuit Court. Berhey pleaded guilty for a stiff sentence. He pleaded for a stiff sentence. He asked for that and then promised he would behave behind bars while serving that maximum term. His quote is, I promise, Your Honor, I won't kill someone again. He said, I will not stab someone. Carjackings have become so prevalent around our region that two Prince George's County Council members say they recently had brushes with the violent crime themselves. Council member Eric Olson says because he was aware of his surroundings, he avoided being carjacked. I am someone who almost recently experienced a carjacking about 30 days ago. Before being briefed by Police Chief Monica Z's on carjackings, Council member Crystal Oriata said she experienced a recent fright. Me and my mom were driving home maybe like last week and we were being followed and luckily we noticed it. Oriata says she phoned for help. Police Chief Aziz told the panel there were 508 carjackings in the county last year. We've arrested 115 adults and 147 juveniles. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. A bill that would ban special treatment when it comes to admissions at Virginia public colleges and universities is on track to head to Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin's desk. The bill, which stops the practice of colleges handing out acceptance letters to legacy applicants, has passed the Virginia House. The Virginia Mercury reports an identical bill passed the Senate last month in Richmond. Now both measures must pass in the opposite chamber. It's 1125. Sports at 25 and 55. And we're going to Rob Woodfork. Two college basketball games of local interest went the other way. George Washington shot just 32% and made only 5 of 29 from three-point range. In an 83-61 loss to number 21 Dayton, the Revs' fourth straight defeat. VCU lost a 67-62 heartbreaker at St. Bonaventure, blowing a 20-point lead and missing multiple tries for the game-tying three at the end. The loss sends a five-game win streak overall and their Division I best 11 straight wins in true road games. A pair of top five upsets. Third-ranked North Carolina lost their first conference game to Georgia Tech in the final seconds, and number five Tennessee stunned by South Carolina on their home courts. Up a level, the NBA All-Star Weekend's three-point shootout will be the first NBA versus WNBA competition, pitting Steph Curry against Sabrina Ionescu. The Wizards' Bilal Koulibaly will participate in the Rising Star Challenge alongside his former French teammate, Victor Wembenyama.